No, for the record, I cannot make my booty go clap. <laughs> you you can't oh. make your booty clap, Jack. I see you got gifts back L Luda, there, Bob. Luda's gonna be real pissed to hear that. Luda can go to hell. How about that? <laughs> I've got some gifts in the background because I'm Santa Boz this year. Santa Boz. Oh, yeah, shit. my yeah. my siblings call me Boz, or at least my sister does. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this year I've, I'm going to be Santa Boz and get everybody some nice gifts. And Jack, Damn. you can see my uh, my Goku gi. Oh ba yeah, bathrobe. I do right see there. that. That's Part pretty cool, Bob. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, man, you're you're really ahead on the the, the Christmas gifts, my guy. I haven't even dude, started thinking about shopping for people yet. I well, uh, ordered mine for uh, the. My family does a uh, a little swap because we oh, don't right, right, yeah. want to. Did you get your sister again? Everyone. The same sister. <laughs> um, my siblings listen to this. This year, we're not. Nobody's knowing who's getting who. Oh, gotcha. So. Oh, yeah, I know. So it's a secret. I don't want to blow up your spot. <laughs> so I can't say because because my siblings okay. do listen got to it, this. But I'll it, tell you guys. It, I'll it. tell you guys after. Um, okay. Okay. I have I have whatever I am getting for whichever family member I got. Yes. I have it ordered. So. Nice, nice, nice. Well, the reason yeah. I got all my gifts is because I got that sweet deal on the new Amazon card where you get like a gift card when you oh, when you right, get the right, new right, card. Right, right. So I was like, oh, oh baby. So I just Smart. spent all the money on it on gifts. Spent I'm like, all the monies, free monies, money please, um, money please. I have been obsessed money. with uh, cyberpunk, and I'm 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 doing nothing but watching cyberpunk videos. Oh my boy, my boy. Jack, what are you doing why to do yourself? Why do you do this to yourself? What do you why? mean? What do you mean? What am I doing myself? Because it's not coming out yet. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out. Well, it's coming out in 16 days, 17 oh, days. Oh boy, my boy, don't days. even That's too say many days. it out loud. It's not going to get delayed. There's no way. It can't. People have physical <laughs> copies already. Like Never in circulation, it can't get delayed anymore. Okay, well that, that that's that's fair. That's fair. I'm busy playing The Witcher Three again. Gotta knock so. on some wood. I'm playing Uncharted I, Four again. Dude, I'm excited because people who that like there was a big press wave again where people played like some people played like a total of almost like twenty hours. Wow, um, that's a lot. And that was like a like they had like three days of of testing that you mm -hmm. uh, for 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 play testers. And the people were saying, you know, so one guy was like, it was, it took me six hours to beat the prologue. Um, wow. So, which is game. exciting. It's huge game. There was another person who, who leaked uh, a 175 hour play, play time save file. And it, um, and they were like, yeah, I haven't completed the main story on that save file. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> wow. he was like, I'm just methodically going through all of the side stuff. Yeah, I, um, can, I can believe that. I'm I, so playing excited. Th playing through The Witcher 3 again uh, and like actually playing through um, like the DLC expansions mm -hmm. that came with it. I've been playing The Witcher 3 for probably like a month and a half now You're and still there's going. still so much shit to do. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, like, although <laughs> the, Witcher, the Witcher is apparently um, like way more action. Like, br I think Brent, you, are you planning on getting Cyberpunk? I think you should. Totally. I w yeah, I, I will. I, the, the problem I have right now is I have like a few games on the docket that are just waiting oh, to be Brent, played. Brent! <laughs> Yeah, Cyberpunk's gotta be number one on the docket. And yet he's playing The Witcher. 
again. I know. <laughs> well, the thing yeah, is, you can't even Brent. And the funny thing is, is gonna be so because the it's funny like, thing is yeah, too go, 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 is yeah. that I didn't even really like The Witcher that much the first time around. <laughs> Brent, it's just because you like the show. show, which is why I want you to play Cyberpunk. I'll get it. Cyberpunk get it. is apparently well, uh, it's way less action oriented, and it's way more like this. It's way more like RPG. Like mm. it, as far as I can tell, it's it, it, it. They tried to like actually take you know the tabletop RPG of Cyberpunk mm. and put it into a video game because the action and combat is actually like fairly. I think I think it's way more simple than a lot of people are expecting. Like it's not that you know crazy in depth uh the actual like depth of the game is like the level of detail and like the specificity of action you can do and stuff but right anyway i just wanted to talk about cyberpunk because i love it it has jack are you getting it for pc or are you getting it for i already have pre-ordered it for pc bobby oh i think i'm gonna get it for pc my my, my, my dilemma is (laughs) i kind of want to get it for PS5, Boom. but I don't want to buy a guess PS5 what? yet. Brent, yeah, don't buy a PS5. What? Brent, guess what? what? It's got the cross-gen thing, right? Yes, it's going to yeah. get a free upgrade. So there's literally, like, oh, there is shit. no risk in buying it on PlayStation 4 right now. True. When it comes out. Well, not right now, but when it comes All out. All right, you sold me. You yes! sold me. I'll get yes! it. <laughs> now I, I saw a video online to today of this, this really douchey guy who was like, you want a PS5? Well, guess what? Instead of buying a PS5, calculate how much it would cost for you to play the PS5 for the entire year and then invest it in Sony. Now you'll own Sony instead of a PS5. And I was like, no, I, want a I hate this man. Though. I hate this man PS- so much. Gary V? Was it Gary V? <laughs> Probably. I don't even know who it was. You wake up every day and you work, you'll earn money. That's that's Gary V. That's his, <laughs> well, that's that his sounded advice. Like that's Gary his v. advice. <laughs> cool. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I'll invest in a company that will actually make me some real money and then I'll buy a PS5 with that money. I don't <laughs> good know. One, good it. one. I'm not going to invest in Sony. <laughs> well, you know what, boys? I'm really thankful that you brought up PS5 because... Mm. Oh! <laughs> because I'm just really thankful in general. You know? If you're listening to this on the day this came out, you know what? Yesterday... Which is why today's <laughs> episode is on Black Friday. Why do people do it? It boggles my brain. <laughs> it, it boggles mm, everyone's mm. brain. And Muggles you know what's crazy about turkeys? I I live under like a bunch of pine trees, and there's turkeys everywhere. I, was say, I live with a bunch of turkeys. I live with a bunch <laughs> <Yeah>. of turkeys. <laughs> turkeys. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just crazy because, like, they they fly around all over my head, and they're all over my roof, and they, they live in the trees, and they sleep up there. I didn't even know turkeys flew that high. Yeah, turkeys sleep in trees, bro. They'd be dead. Turkeys yeah. are dumb. <laughs> turkeys like, are pretty dumb. Legitimately, you know cute. that story about, like, a turkey um, looking up and drowning in the rain? Like, a turkey is so <laughs> dumb it will drown in the rain? That is true. That is actually real. They will do that? Yeah, they Not will. Not surprising. Yeah, turkeys really? are weird. You don't think that's how they survived this long? Well, I, I think I, I think I it's like a turkey. I like a I like a, 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 a classic gobbler, you know? My, yeah. point, my point is, my point is... <laughs> 
that your guys's affinities for this bird does not help them survive in the wild <laughs> yeah well it's actually you know what's interesting <laughs> my backyard like, is all caged why do they in survive? <laughs> my like, backyard like is all like caged them. in because of my dog and them. there there's a little baby turkeys and they go out in my backyard and they get stuck in the fence Speaking and it's so of cute caged in the other day me and my dad and my brother had to put up some 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 uh, a bit of a structure, a bit of an, uh, a cover over the uh, chicken pen. Oh, um, what for? Um, to protect against hawks. Did I not tell you guys? <gasps> a freaking hawk no. killed one of the chickens. No. It was like a few Stupid weeks ago hawks. at this point. It was a big old mean old hawk. We came home, right? And I don't think, I guess I haven't told the story on the pod if I haven't told you guys, but we come home and we're, me and my mom, and we're, we're uh, get out of the car, and I'm walking over, and I'm looking at the chicken pen, and I see this big thing there. It's something, and I'm like, "That's too big to be a chicken. Is it? Is it one of the dogs? Is the dog in the pen?" And then as I'm getting closer, I'm like, "Oh, that's a hawk!" Wow. And I run over, and it's standing over uh, it, the dead body of a chicken, um, and it was big and mean looking. And I like it didn't even eat the, it. I like hopped in the pen and like shoot it away. And was like get out of here and i kept like chasing it and then like me and my dad were throwing sticks at it to try to like scare it away because we didn't want to like let it eat it and let it yeah. think that it can get food from here but we put right. a, we put a net up anyway so ox are vicious dude they they swoop down at my dog all the time my dog's like 25 pounds yeah, so i don't think they would actually my cat now yeah, th- she should be. They like pick stuff up and they just drop it. Well, like, big the big eagles in Alaska pick up small dogs all the time. Small dogs oh. and cats. Um, we haven't even introduced ourselves yet. We're like two minutes in. No, mm-hmm. we haven't. I guess I'll start. And yeah, uh, are you guys ready for your your introductions? I, I've got a couple ideas on deck. So okay, I'm okay. ready. <laughs> all right, I am your breaker of bread, B. Oh, Bobby. okay. Okay. Lame. Okay, okay, Lame. okay. Shut okay. up. <laughs> I am... Which one do I want to do? I am your... Your butternut squash bee, Brent. I was, I was also thinking maybe sweet potato bee, Brent. <laughs> Trying to make me hungry. <laughs> sweet potato. Um, I am your uh, Juno, Alaska, J. Jack. That's what Ooh. I'm Okay, okay. Because they celebrate it in Juno, and also uh, I was talking about Alaska earlier. You sure were. Yeah. What if they don't it'll, celebrate? What'll you? What? what will you? Alaska? It'd be, it'd be embarrassing. <laughs> mm. Well, speaking oh. of celebrating Thanksgiving, I wanted to tell you guys the real story about about Thanksgiving because you know what we're taught in school, of course, isn't the truth as usual. I feel like Wait, this so is. You tell me, my little <laughs> paper pilgrim hat was a lie. <laughs> You get the you know what, hell Brent? out of town. You know what, Brent? In a way, it was because <laughs> here's a fun a, fact. Give me a less buckle percentage. How many less buckles now, are there in reality? What, now, what Guess about what? my Guess hand what? painting of Guess a turkey? What? There, were no, there were no buckles. There were no buckles. <laughs> what? Pilgrim's hats totally didn't peak. have buckles. Completely made up. What the yeah. hell? I'm sure somebody well, had buckles. What about my shoes? Lie. They also didn't wear black. my shoe. They also didn't wear black because black was like the most expensive fabric at the time, and they couldn't get it. So, so what they so what they wear mauve? God, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm already crushing dreams, and we're only wow twelve minutes into the pod. I think okay, it's we're weird a lot that further chartreuse, than chartreuse is green. In my mm. mind, the word chartreuse does not conjure green. Chartreuse mm. sounds like like 
like cherry red or something. It sounds like head. a red in my. It sounds yeah. like a red, but it's green. I was thinking of like a wine, you know? Yeah, like, like a, a wine, wine red. Color. Exactly. Yeah. No, no like dude. A, no. Like a maroony type. No, egregious. Bobby, it's green. <laughs> I feel like we're like on something today in this episode. Like this, convers- this conversation makes no sense to me right now. I'm part of it, dude. <laughs> I don't know what's no, happening. No. We're, I haven't even read one word from my five-page right, document we yet. We actually, it's not. It hasn't even been that much time though. Honestly. I know. That's yeah, true. I know. It's, it's just uh, like what is happening. I feel like we're all high right now. It's uh, I have to say, I know everybody, everybody's been in like a bad, a bad place this year, but. I want to end this on a positive note. That, Bobby, yeah, that's the episode. <laughs> so, so don't worry. Uh, it's going to get a little dark, but we'll come back. We'll come back to the light. So we'll buckle up. Light, baby. Buckle up with your pilgrim hat and uh, let's mm. get into it. All right. Let's hoe those fields. <laughs> so Lincoln's first Thanksgiving Day didn't mention pilgrims. The first, in, the first national Thanksgiving Day did not invoke the pilgrims at all, actually. In 1863... President Abraham Lincoln declared Thanksgiving Day on the last Thursday of November, looking to reconcile a country in the throes of civil war. On a parallel track, (laughs) yeah, neither did Abe. Wait, it wasn't a national holiday until after the Civil War, during or during after it was after it was after okay he did it to bring us together and say i'm thankful for having two one america again and then john wilkes booth was like fuck y'all john wilkes booth (laughs) got him well brent i actually don't know if it was during or after because i don't know what the word throws means but i'm gonna figure it out throws see to me that would mean like because i could have sworn that it just means like the turmoil yeah the turmoil yeah, so yeah. it could have been during or right after. The epic um, it was in 1863, so if that gives you anything. Well, uh, when did the war I'm end? terrible with dates, so. I forget when the, when the Civil War. I should know this because I did a whole if Civil only War episode. We had access to an unlimited source of information. <laughs> I know, but I don't trust anything. What? I don't Bobby, trust. What? You don't trust Googling when, <laughs> when did the Civil War end? Fake news, Jack. Fake news. Stop. I'm on DuckDuckGo. Stop. Well, technically, the Emancipation Proclamation was on January 1st of 1863. Oh, it ended in, 18, so, okay. it ended in 1865. That was like the true ending, but yeah, so the Emancipation, the emancipation ending. Proclamation, it was like right after then Can when they decided to make... the Civil War? Is that messed up? I didn't even hear it. <laughs> oh, I said, I, said, I said 100% true ending, Civil War true ending. Oh, listen, oh, Jack, no. too soon, too soon. <laughs> No. Yeah, there's so, some people who like actually think that right now. No, but legitimately, dude, there was a um, there was an interview with Sean Austin, famously known for playing uh, that dude in uh, the Goonies. Um, <laughs> he uh, he was in an interview where he was like, "I don't like Django Unchained because it's because it, you, I think it's damaging to rewrite uh, the racial history of the country, even mm-hmm. though he's mm-hmm. not even really rewriting it that yeah. that much." Mm-hmm. Um, like not to a point of being offensive, and they were like, "What about what everything? About in, what about Inglorious <laughs> Bastards?" And he was like, "No, I think it's too soon for slavery." And I'm like, "What is this dude talk?" So I like Sean Austin, but I hey, lost a little bit of respect for him for that take because I don't hey, think it's good. I got a hot take for you guys. I don't know if you guys agree. About Thanksgiving? No, <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but. I despise Pulp Fiction. 
Yeah, and... I was talking about this the other day. I don't get Pulp Fiction. Yes, Jack! I'm so happy! <laughs> it must be a generational thing. I like Pulp Fiction. No, I, don't I, don't, I don't get it. I think it has zero relevance today, and I, I don't... Here, I... Here's what I'll say. I feel like Pulp Fiction invented the genre that followed it, which is, you know, I feel like Pulp so Fiction. many movies are have, like, tried to do the Pulp Fiction thing that for someone watching Pulp Fiction who's already seen, like... 20 years of media that was spawned <laughs> off of Pulp Fiction would look at it and be like, okay, why? I don't, what's so great about this? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so I just never understood seen, like, what the infatuation was. However, was. many years, you know, but of here, uh, sci fi yeah. movies, and I still think Star Wars is cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest, the Star Wars shine is starting to wear off a little bit on me over the years. <laughs> but here's what I will say though. And here's a real hot take. I okay. think Quentin Tarantino movies in general are overrated. What? <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I yeah. love Kill Bill. I, 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 but... I like his movies, but I feel like they get way too much hype for yeah. what they are. I think they're kind of like fun, goofy, like campy sort of like romps. But they're yeah. like people treat them like they're this high art that's like a Tarantino film is just the, the pinnacle of filmmaking. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a lot of references. Anyone who says way. that, like, at, anyone who's talking about Pulp Fiction, like in that way, I get mad at. But if you, yeah, I, if you I talk like about Pulp other, Fiction, but yeah, I'm not. I like, think Django oh my God, this is, is really good. Django Unchained is one of my favorite. Yeah, movies. again, yeah. I think it's a fun movie, but like, I'm not like, and um, of the mind that it's like, I don't know. Like, Hateful Eight was the weird. Pinnacle. Hateful Eight, I think, should have been a play. <laughs> I think it would have been a really good play, not a really good yeah. movie, but it's a good play. <laughs> I saw oh, right. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I need to see that movie. Oh, I haven't either. I want to see that one. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet as well. And you know what else I haven't seen? The second sentence on my paragraph of <laughs> yeah, my I haven't sheet. seen any facts about, about Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> you know yeah. what, guys? It's a holiday. You're probably listening to this in a food hangover from your hopefully very modest Thanksgiving celebrations. Yeah, I know. I'm doing um, it on Zoom. It's going to be kind of... Oh, Let's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I, I bought myself some vegan cheesecakes and stuff. So I'm I'm gonna Whoa. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna munch down. Don't mm. you worry about it. But you're probably doing everything. We're doing it. You're all. probably you're probably doing some sh- online shopping right now. While I listen to mm. this. So who cares? Like yeah. we'll, we'll keep this no, loose for you. Dude, not till Cyber Monday, bro. Cyber Monday. Okay. Honestly, though. <laughs> anyway, um, if if. Never mind. Never mind. I'm done with tangents. We're done with tangents. <laughs> We're done with tangents. We're done with tangents. We're done with tangerines. Let's go. We're getting back to the Thanksgiving. The giving thanks. Take me back to 1863, baby. So, we're back to 1863. On a parallel track, the story of the Pilgrim forefathers coming to the New World and founding America for religious freedom gained steam as New England Protestants used the myth to gain the top spot in the country's cultural hierarchy. Why is it a myth? Above Catholics and immigrants. Well, we'll see about that. As Americans looked for an origin story that wasn't soaked in the blood of Native Americans or built on the backs of slavery, the humble, bloodless story of the 102 pilgrims forging a path in the New World in search of religious freedom. Well, (laughs) uh, so you know the the hundred the story of the pilgrims forging a new a path in search of religious freedom was just what they needed as a story regardless of whether or not it was rooted in historical fact it became accepted as such so uh, the historically accurate story of the pilgrims and the founding of plymouth colony 400 years ago this month is not in most school history books what a surprise it also is not the one you'll find at the plim 
Plimgrim. <laughs> what is going on? The Pilgrim Memorial Park in Plymouth, home of the pl- famed Plymouth Rock. The most oh, underwhelming. Yo, yo for all site. our listeners who have never seen Plymouth Rock, which is probably a good bit of you, unless you're from like. Not even New England. You have to be like from not even Massachusetts. You have to be like an hour from away, the Middlesex like, area. Well, yeah, you have to be from like this area, I think, because it sucks. Real talk, it sucks. <laughs> Plymouth Rock is literally just like a rock on the beach. Dude, um, it didn't even exist like like we'll talk about it a little bit later, but like Plymouth Rock wasn't there was no rock that they landed on. I think we talked was, about this before at one point. I feel like we have, but it's just did. like it's like just a rock on the beach. It has like a little like retaining wall around it and like <laughs> somebody got in there and like graffitied it one time. Um, I always picture it with graffiti because that's where the, that's how low the bar is set. It always has Plymouth graffiti rock. on it. Although Plymouth Plantation <laughs> um and like Sturbridge Village and places like that are sick are sick i i loved plymouth plantation i used to go to them all the time for like cub scout and boy scout trips Mm. they were and so we would get like cool presentations and one time we had like a whole colonial ass meal it was really cool that's cool yeah sturbridge village was like a big school trip thing for me growing up and my buddy mike got married there so shout out to mike Mike, if he listens dm mike honestly he does (laughs) it's okay mike he's got better things to do doesn't he have a kid now He's got a kid on the way, so yeah, yeah. Whoa. So you know, Papa Mike's got some stuff to take care of. Yes, congrats, Mike. He can't be listening to this podcast, but a good Brett, for are we both drinking lemon lime seltzers? Uh, just lime. And mine's, oh. a, mine's just some newbie fucking three sixty five brand <laughs> bullshit. <sighs> Who oh, you Whole Foods are Whole Foods. Uh, yeah. yeah, Brent. Whole yeah. Foods. You shopping at Whole Foods, Brent? Well, it's one of the they do delivery, so I don't have to actually go into oh, the grocery true. store. So I'm like, in the, in, the, in the times of COVID, I appreciate don't being able to get some work free at delivery. A grocery store. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> but like, they, it's, a it's like a, about it's that. a small mom pop oh, place, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they don't have a lot of selection for like gluten free and all that sort <laughs> of shit. Yeah, gluten free I mean, seltzer. They have an okay seltzer selection. Gluten free seltzer. Yeah. So, (laughs) getting back to the historical stuff. Yep. The the historically accurate story of the pilgrims is not what's taught in most history books. And it's not the one that you'll find at the Memorial Park, which is surprising to me because you'd think that they'd want the most accurate story possible and the place where it happened. The more historically accurate telling is gaining a foothold in small circles as members of local tribes bring the documented facts to light. So let's talk about hostility, slavery, and pandemic. Ooh, fun. All the yeah. good stuff. Tradition dictates the Pilgrim story starts in September 1620 with the departure of the Mayflower, packed with colonists leaving England to set sail for the new world. <laughs> Just chock full of them. But starting there Lousy ignores years and years of European contact with the native people of New England. The story could have started a century earlier, in 1524, at the first known contact between Native Americans in the southern New England area and Europeans in the Narragansett Bay, which is near Brent's house. Yeah, Narragansett, old Gansett. That's down in my old Rhode Island neck of the woods, baby. <laughs> you know, you know, you always you always get a free Gansett at uh, at some sh- at shows. You know, they'll yeah, give you the, the free Gansett. Gansett sucks. Gansett wraps. Gansett beer sucks. It's not good. It's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's, it's not good at all. 
Not Sam Adams is where it's at for me. But anyway, I don't yeah. drink. I don't drink. I don't smoke. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that I was. Just do coke. <laughs> yes. Run. Thank you for finishing it for me. Or it could have started in 1602 when Bartholomew Gosnold visited Cape Cod and what's known as Martha's Vineyard, where contact where he contacted <laughs> with the known? Wampanoag, started and started trading. Which ended in violence. <laughs> or it could have started in 1614 when a Nauset tribe member named Epinal was captured by Europeans and kept in bondage for three years. He engineered Whoa. an escape and returned to his people on Martha's Vineyard. That same year, a Native American known as Squanto, you guys might remember Whoa! Squanto. I know Squanto. I don't know. And 19 other Wampanoag men were lured onto an English ship then taken captive and sold into slavery. Squanto, who spent time in Spain and London as a slave, would later return to America, now knowing English, and he and Epinau would now play an important role in translating between the Wampanoag and the Pilgrims. Squanto got very lucky because his slave owner, his master in Europe, I think it was Spain, taught him to speak like Spanish and English, I believe. And he was like, I miss my people. I miss my family. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> and the guy was like, okay, you can go back. So he let him like be a free man Very and weird. go back. It is strange. Yo, in the so book yeah, about him that we had to read in school, he killed, when he was in England, he killed the neighbor's chickens. I remember that. He was like, <laughs> I, he was like, eat. I found these chickens wandering around and I killed them for you. And the lady was like, um, Squanto, those are the neighbor's chickens. Squanto. Oh, Squanto. I want a Squanto show. No, I don't. That'd be really problematic. So, I feel like what if probably. it's just his name and like it's just a regular <laughs> sitcom and his name is just, and they don't mention it and they're like, he's like, oh, I just thought it was a cool name. Well, his name wasn't even really Squanto, so. What? what was it, it was like it was. I couldn't pronounce it. I I tried. It's like Tusquanoquantanoo or something. But the, his nickname yeah, was Squanto. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. something like that. That was probably closer to what I would have done if I actually wrote it down. So, damn Squanto. So yeah. Like so. Uh, anyway, the best starting point, according to historians, would actually be 1616. When a lethal pandemic brought over by the settlers tore through many Wampanoag villages. In three years, populous native villages where the pilgrims would eventually settle were completely void of people, further threatening the existence of the Wampanoag. So there were still a lot of tribes, but, but in that area where the settlers came, they were just basically completely wiped out from disease. So by 1620, the Wampanoag were in a difficult spot. Shaped by years of volatile contact with Europeans, slavery, regional threats to their power, and a mysterious, devastating illness. When the Mayflower anchored off of what is now known as Provincetown, which is, uh, Provincetown is, where's, where's Provincetown, Brent? It's like at the very end of the Cape. Um, you know, if you're picturing uh, Massachusetts and you got like the little finger hook there that comes off at the end of massachusetts it's sort of like at the very tip of the finger is provincetown yes so it's basically like you know you get the 
the the arm that is Cape Cod. And sure. Provincetown uh, yeah, is like the ar- fist. Yeah, you just want to do arm instead of finger. I guess yeah. my, my description like, wasn't good enough. <laughs> I liked arm better because... Is it the arm? Is the cape... Do people refer to the cape as the arm? Do you think know, Cape Ann ever gets upset that, that Cape Cod is the cape and they, they're, they're just <laughs> Cape Ann? Does yeah. anyone even... Do, do people outside of Massachusetts even know about Cape Ann? <laughs> I don't think so. All I know is that I just made Brent describe it and then described it again know, after you just, <laughs> yeah you, you, you just pulled uh, uh, you just pulled a move that uh, we witness all the time in our job okay for those uh, who don't know who where cape ann is so if if massachusetts is 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 a woolly mammoth right and you know cape cod is the trunk and at the tip of the trunk you got provincetown exactly uh, now cape we're talking. ann is the yeah. little tuft of hair at the top of its head <laughs> Yeah, that was so much more clear than the other ones. Honestly, now what if we recorded an outgoing message with even more zing and pep? Now we're Why are we even talking about Cape Cod? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, so so when the Mayflower anchored off of what is now Provincetown, the end, the tip of Cape Cod, the Pilgrims found themselves not in a vast, untouched land held for them by divine providence, but amid indigenous people wary and distrustful of Europeans and the complex politics of rival tribes. So here is a quote from author David Silverman. Many white Americans hold it very dear, hold it, hold it very dear. The idea that the main impetus for colonization was the search for religious freedom. If you ask the general public, even educated people, that's the most common explanation. It's not right. So, as you know jack's reaction to that earlier kind of shows most people don't understand that the reason that you know the the pilgrims came here wasn't because of religious freedom it was because of other things so the congregation of puritans within the pilgrims did break off from the church uh of england for religious reasons but that actually brought them to holland where they were free to practice their religion. So they they had religious freedom in Holland. But after a decade of struggling to find jobs and fearing the Dutch influence on their children, the congregants sought Damn a charter. Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Those Dutches. Dutch! Arthur! <laughs> the congregants I sought have a charter. A plan. And it's, it's a move to the Americas. <laughs> to move you to the Americas, to Arthur. <laughs> So, so yeah, they sought a charter from the London Company to start a colony in America, although it was originally granted for the land around the mouth of the Hudson River. So I love Sully. I love the Hudson River. So they're basically like, I don't want to be near the Dutch people. I want to go to this. No, they didn't want their children to be Dutch. They wanted their children to be English, dude. Yeah, and their little wooden shoes and. Flippy hats. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I don't blame them. I wouldn't want my children to be Dutch. I'll say it. I'm not oh afraid. Oh god! Wow. I Shots did, fired at the Dutch. Bobby, once you said that, I did remember that somewhere I heard that they went to Dutch for Dutch. They went to Holland first, <laughs> and then went to um. Go to Dutch. And then went to. We gotta uh, go to Dutch. America. He always has a plan. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Not all of them. You know, they weren't like still a monolith. I'm sure some of them yeah. stayed in Holland. Mm. Yeah, and I'm sure some of them moved because maybe they didn't feel like. Yeah, they had and I'm sure freedom. some of them died. Probably, and a lot of them died. A lot of them <laughs> you know died. What? I think a couple of them probably lied. 
Oh, maybe. And you know maybe. what? I think some of them fried. <laughs> oh, yikes! And you know what? Most importantly, some of them thrived. Oh, oh wow! A little bit Thank off you. from the rhymes, but Thank you. <laughs> they were I like already. What do you mean? I, like, I didn't make the first loose. Rhyme. I like bringing it back though to happiness. So, <laughs> so the Milgram, the, the Milgrams. <laughs> The, the Pilgrims' main concern was with their own survival in the new world and turning a profit for those who backed the venture. That survival was made possible from the help of the Wampanoag. The decision to help the Pilgrims, whose kind had been raiding native villages and enslaving their people for nearly a century, came after they stole native food and seed stores and dug up native graves, as described by Pilgrim leader Edward Winslow. Coming right from the leader, the source. So this isn't made up, you know? <laughs> Dang, don't dig up native graves. That's how you get haunted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously. Seen Pet Cemetery? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, no. <laughs> that is the plot of that movie, yeah, basically. Yeah, but it's not with Native American. Oh, no, it's a, over it a, a Native American. It's a Native American burial ground. I was yeah, like, yeah. the Native Americans don't come back to life, Brent. The pets do. Yeah. The pets do. And with, the boy. I, with, I guess the ghosts of Native Americans. Like, I don't uh, really understand what they're trying I to think say. It's just like the the spiritual, movie. I think it's just like their hubs of spiritual energy, I guess. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. One, of my, one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite Parks and Rec moments was when the uh, the guy who runs the casino pretends to put a curse on everybody. And he's like, white people yeah. hate curses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you, ha you have to have seen it. It's yeah. really good. I appreciate the reference. <laughs> so, uh, so the decision was made by Massasoit, the sachem or leader of the Wampanoag Confederacy. So, sachem means basically a leader to the to the Wampanoags, and this leader's name was Massasoit. Massasoit has gone through a bit of a rebrand in the ensuing centuries to be painted as the protector and preserver of the pilgrims, as it says on the statue dedicated to him overlooking Plymouth Rock. But his decision to allow the pilgrims to stay and eventually provide them aid after they were driven off the Cape had less to do with the sense of kindness and more to do with the careful weighing of circumstances and outcomes. So driving off or killing the pilgrims as many tribes wanted was a valid option. <laughs> From their point of view, whatever benefit they might gain would not be worth the threat of betrayal, violence, and enslavement that seemed to follow contact with the Europeans. It Man. would cost valuable warriors and they thought and short their, supply. And they thought it was their... They were like, we don't want to do that because that's what happens. <laughs> they were like, yeah, so basically regardless. like... They should have fought them, dude. Can you imagine? If we, if we fight them, like we're basically going to probably lose a lot of people and they already were very shorthanded because of the pandemic so and then they got genocided anyway yeah so it's kind of crazy because like you, you think about thanksgiving you think about like oh my god this happy first first feast or whatever and when you're setting the stage for like the actual event you're starting to look at all these things like oh their hands was their hands were kind of like tied they basically could either let these people take their land and live there or fight them and probably lose. So that's kind of uh, the the truth behind it is that they were weighing their options, seeing like, okay, we can fight them or we can be nice. <laughs> so 
allowing the pilgrims to settle and establishing diplomatic relations with them, even providing aid, brought risks, but it also brought a lot of reward. The guns, knives, and armors that the pilgrims carried would intimidate Emenes. Emenes, let's just go with it. Threatening Wampanoag territory. And the Wampanoag would finally gain a first-hand source and, and considerable trading power. So Massasoit weighed the risks and concluded it was better to have the danger on his side than to have to face it. As these debates were happening among the Wampanoag, the pilgrims, most of whom were still living on the cramped and creaking Mayflower, struggled to survive the winter. Half of them died of illness, cold, starvation, or a combination of the three. Throughout the season, the Wampanoag made their presence known, but did not approach until February, when Samoset, a visiting tribesman from Maine, approached the pilgrim leaders. He spoke English and carried a subtle message. The Wampanoag were ready for peace or war with their new neighbors, and the pilgrims needed to make their intentions clear. Several weeks later, in late March, Diplomatic relations between the two groups formally opened when Massasoit arrived in Plymouth. His face was painted deep red was, and was surrounded by 60 intimidating warriors. With Squanto acting as a broker, the two groups worked out a kind of alliance through a series of visits, exchange, exchanges, and the belief, at least on the part of the Wampanoag, that this small band of pilgrims would stay small. So there was kind of a bit of a promise that, oh, we're just a small group and we're not bringing any other people. We're just trying to live here. Uh, Damn! Imagine mm-hmm. like you know when you're now look at the, us. You know when you're holding the party and people show up. <laughs> yeah. And they bring people you don't know, and you're like, uh, oh, you said I could invite some people. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, okay. Um, imagine that, but they then they take your house, <laughs> and then they're like, I, yeah, and the guy. I just, I really, you know, I really just need. We just need to crash here, just a couple nights, <laughs> yeah. man. Just a couple nights. Come on, dude. Yeah. Where else are we gonna go? We're all high. We can't drive home. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Three years that later, sucks. listen, crash, man. God. Listen, man. We gotta kick you out of your house. And then the next day, like some more people against. show up. Like, yeah. bro, bro, we got band practice. We, where are we supposed to go? <laughs> uh, shout That's out to so. Zach and Aaron, uh, the YouTube channel. They just made a new skit about band practice, and it's yeah. so funny. Jack, yeah, if you haven't seen good, it, pretty good sketch. Um, good good check it. It. I, As a matter of fact, I, I haven't it. seen it, but I'll go leave a comment. It's it's pretty yeah. good. Worst. So I, I thought it was pretty funny. Worst video I've ever seen. <laughs> so we're in March now, and now uh, several months after March, after receiving help and protection from the Wampanoag, the pilgrims held the harvest feast that would form the crux of the Thanksgiving myth centuries later. Wampanoag members were not even invited. But... Mm-hmm. They showed up anyway, which I thought was pretty cool. A group of about 100 men and Massasoit came not to celebrate, but mostly as a reminder that they controlled the land the pilgrims were staying on, Damn. and they vastly outnumbered their new European neighbors. So they it was kind of like them, an intimidation. bro. Imagine. Well, it, they had a really bad track record of, of killing <laughs> these new settlers because it would just come back with reinforcements that would yeah, kill them. Yeah, and better technology. And so, better diseases. Yeah, it's it's weird to think what could have happened if it was a little bit different. So mm. this is where the traditional telling of the pilgrims and the Thanksgiving myth ends. With the two groups sitting down to dinner, celebrating their partnership, 
and for the pilgrims celebrating their successful colony and toasting to a future to come. But in the same way that the real story stretches back before the arrival of the pilgrims, it obviously stretches forward. In a little more than 50 years, European settlers would vastly outnumber the indigenous people, with growing settlements such as the Massachusetts Bay Colony to the north and Rhode Island to the south. By the 1670s, Massasoit was dead, and his son, Wamsuta, had died after he was imprisoned in Plymouth for negotiating a land sale to the Massachusetts Bay Colony. At the same time, colonists were pressing deeper and deeper across the region. Relations between the settlers and the native people would deteriorate into devastating King Philip's War, which ended with death, enslavement, or displacement of the majority of the native people living in southern New England. And that's where the story ends. It's mm. not a good story. <laughs> it's a really sad story. And we yeah. celebrate it as if it's like this super happy thing where it's like, look what, look how great we were. Look how well, great this country dude, is. The American education system is all it does, bro. It's crazy, though, because like I was... I was a pilgrim in the play when I was like three or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, we're like, we make the, our kids reenact this stuff and it's not even real. I mean, so, every, every, ooh, sorry. Um, I mean, every civilization has their freaking mythos, dude. Yeah. Um, I know. It's just like really, it's really sad to, to think that, um, you know, the, to to the natives at the time, especially the Wampanoag people, they thought that this was like a deal that they had agreed on, and the fact that Massasoit's son was imprisoned for trying to sell the land that the Pilgrims and the settlers were basically like, yeah, this is your land, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, okay, well, I'll sell it to you, and they're like, no it's ours you're you're a prisoner now like that's so yeah, messed very up weird. very bad it's it's just uh trying to sell them the land mm -hmm. like come on just buy it i'm sure they'll take oh, whatever bobby 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 manifest destiny baby uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's god's will that we would take uh, this land uh, mm. i can't believe manifest destiny i can't believe this is I, the amount of like re, the amount of influence that religion has on the united states government is really upsetting mm. um yeah. yeah go listen to our episode about the family if you want to hear more about that sort of stuff yeah it was a yeah. fun episode <laughs> an oldie but a goodie because like goodie. every you think by now presidents wouldn't have to be like and uh, God bless America. Thank God. May God bless us all. God looks down on America and says, what a great country. <laughs> now, oh, thanks, God. I have to say, honestly, though, I want to I want to sort of I've got some fun facts we'll get to, but I want to kind of like wrap up the story on a OK on a high note. And I want to I want to okay. say I want to I want to be inspiring to the people listening. Everybody, Hi. God is good. Jesus God. is king. No, we'll okay. God so, is an awesome God. He reigns. <laughs> above. Above. <laughs> so the thing is, the past is the past, and we can't ignore it. We have to teach our kids about the truth because we we need to know what happened so that we don't make the same mistakes. Or and I think so that we can make the same mistakes regardless. <laughs> 
That's true. I mean, that could happen too, but we should definitely Probably. not bury the past. And I think that we need to spread the word of the truth of Thanksgiving to bring it to light. But at the same time, the meaning of Thanksgiving has a new meaning. And I think that we do need to be thankful. We do need to sit down with one another and try to set aside our differences and look forward to the future and make the future better than the past because i think you know we we get so caught up in in especially this year in 2020 with the sadness of the past and and even the present with all the crazy stuff that's happening we got to work on the future and i think that you know everybody needs to come together well not everybody but <laughs> anyone who wants to the future to be better oh yeah i think uh, there's the, some people kids. who are lost causes i'm not gonna lie I agree. Some I agree. Some people there's no hope. Some people and there's, there's like, uh, well, because you hear a lot of talk right now where they're like, the election's over. It's time to find mm-hmm. some middle ground with people you disagree with. And it's like, nah, there's some people where yeah. there's literally no middle ground there. Yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, the Agreed. propaganda machine has like really warped some people's perception of reality to the point where we mm-hmm. basically live in two separate rea- realities that yeah. like, are hard to yeah um like i don't even know the find common the ground the on like, yeah because it's like oh well the thing you're saying is not real yeah and it's like oh well i think the thing you're saying is not real it's yeah. like, oh boy it's like a it's foundational gonna take, issue it's gonna take time to like fix some of that and also i there's you know just because you know Donald Trump isn't president anymore or won't be in, you know, a couple months. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that stuff is going away, you know. So I completely agree. And I, I it's, think it's that, gonna be an uphill battle to sort of like reverse a lot of the damage. But yeah, it's, it's work that needs to be done. It's work that needs to be done. And I think I think the thing that we're not thinking about is the people who are not lost causes. The people who are lost but not completely out of the spectrum of coming back yeah so like i think that that we need to just keep in mind that there are people out there who maybe feel lost and at the end of the day all most of us want is for everybody to live in peace and everybody to be grateful and thankful for what they have and for some people who don't have to have like we need to get Mm. we need to get the people who don't have as much as some of us do to have more because giving is the nature of this time of year and i just want to give a shout out to giving tuesday it's something that i heard about on the radio the other day which i was i never heard of did you, um, you did guys you look in did you look into them well i don't talking know about them right now i don't know what the if there's a group but i'm just talking about the day okay is there a group called giving tuesday no, I'm talking i don't know about- I, I don't know what this is i just i was just wondering if you actually know what this is before you oh. say it <laughs> <laughs> so so giving tuesday is uh, it's it's a day that's dedicated to donating to your uh favorite charities so basically oh, okay. next tuesday it's the tuesday after thanksgiving um if you have a charity that you've been thinking about giving to or whatever that that's a day where we all need to take a minute to just think and like, you know what? I'm going to donate to that charity today or whatever. And it's crazy. Even in this year of pandemics, uh, pandemics, multiple pandemics, one pandemic. No, there's uh, multiple. <laughs> Idiocy. 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 The pandemic of idiocy. Arguably. Um, 
yeah even in this year we've actually donated more in this country than like in the past like it's like well, a record-breaking year of donation need is, the need is there the need yeah. is there so just i wanted to just shout that out anybody who's listening who's like maybe thinking about that um something something to think about so yeah i just wanted to end it on good notes everybody go out and be thankful try to spread love and cheer and happiness and try to fix problems together Wait, are we done with this one i thought you had i had some fun facts, facts. why did some you fun say facts. why are you saying this now why didn't you do this at the end i don't know i don't know i just wanted to i wanted to say it before i wasn't like in the mood to say it because i was kind of like <laughs> oh you know i was kind of angry with the reading the whole story and i was like kind of like riled up dude that's the story now let's talk about some fun facts so fun fact number <laughs> right. one which we already told you pilgrims don't wear buckle hats you goof watch mojo okay. watch mojo Miss fun mojo. fact number two <laughs> during the first thanksgiving feast they likely would have eaten carrier pigeons instead of turkey they also would have had seafood and nuts so no potatoes no squash pilgrims ate a lot of eels ew that's a true fact that's a true uh, fact they would so fish yeah, eels out of the river with these eels, clams, lobster, all that stuff. That was probably more prominent in the first some Thanksgiving. Squab with lettuce, you know. Some squab. No, they probably weren't eating squab. Lettuce on the cob. Squab is so, a bird. That's, is it really? Yeah. yeah, it's a little game bird. One of those like yeah. huh. one of those ones that like British lords hunt with their <laughs> hounds. Well, speaking of game birds, they also probably would have had either duck or geese um but not turkey until much later um until 2005 actually that'd be be really funny (laughs) uh so some mike mandela effect situation mike but yeah my whole life what (laughs) yeah your whole life's a lie yeah so the macy so here's some fun facts too about the macy's day parade so the macy's day parade originally featured live animals instead of balloons animals tied up on strings floating camels lions and elephants but then it got animal cruelty on a string well uh yeah i believe i think one of the animals got out or something oh and ate oh that's not good probably yeah so that was the that was a interesting thing um and then the next and final one is that at the end of the macy's day parade the balloons were originally released into the sky, which I thought was kind wow. of interesting. So Dude, people used to not give pollution. Up. Dude, <laughs> the people used to not care at all. The the pollution that people used to do was like next level, dude. <laughs> yeah, used to. Each American uses the. Uh, we we have enough trash each year that would stack up upon itself to reach the height of the go- the Golden Gate Bridge each family i can't believe that um so, glitter is pulling. not illegal oh i know glitter <laughs> should be literally just little plastic bits at work it gets everywhere it gets me so mad yeah <laughs> no glitter glitter sucks glitter and then luckily we've kind of stopped using microplastics in our like exfoliants <laughs> but i, I remember when i was a kid dude those things are sick my my grandmother used to have like that dawn soap and you would just like press it down and you'd get like the little beads and they were just little plastic beads 
I miss those beads, dude. Because they're just like, what are we gonna do for all these damn beads? Like, I know, yeah. just stick it in other shit. And people will just <laughs> yeah. be like, cool. <laughs> cool beads. <laughs> does it does it do anything? No, just beads in there, man. <laughs> yeah, Don't argue so with a good time. Up. Fuck. Uh, Why are you such a buzzkill? Just put some plastic beads in there. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> what else I, can we put plastic beads in? Water bottles? If I was yeah, president, if I was president, I would outlaw glitter. I'd, I'd uh, dude. You'd run it. That'd be your platform. I hate it. It's like there's no reason. I'd be like, we're gonna. We need to say no to glitter. I'm like, we're gonna replace all glitter with sugar, um, Mm. and that way it won't hurt the environment. And if you leave it around, it just gets sticky and it's your own mess. And it only Mm. affects. Only humans care about it. Glitter should be. Glitter should turn like Name me one smelly other, after twenty four hours. One other living thing on the planet that's going to care about some sticky sugar on the ground. No, not a single living thing on the planet is going to care about that except for humans. Mm. Mm. You got me there. Can't argue <sighs> with that. That's why it's perfect to replace <laughs> glitter with like shiny sugar flakes. Yeah. Then you just get punished for using them because you should be. And they'll biodegrade. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like, how do we not have, how is biodegradable like how is that not already just the law? It can be like do people realize that it costs, dude? Like it like there's no reason why it can't it's, be. It's like the, just it's, because they one don't reason. want to spend the money. Yeah, it's money. It's so funny. Like like I was editing a video today. It was actually about something similar to this. Um, it's a company that basically collects tire dust. The the like loose tire particles that come off from the friction of the road yeah and it's basically like it's non-biodegradable and it's everywhere it's in the air it's on the ground it's like the second most uh it's like the second most prominent like microplastic pollutant in the world underneath like um glitter and stuff about it no one's talking about it and like uh, in the video, except you know, for Elon Musk. Oh wait, no, Elon Musk's <laughs> tires are rubber as well. In, in the video that we were talking about, like they were like, "Well, okay, why don't you just make it out of a biodegradable material or whatever?" And it's like, "Well, that costs money," and so <laughs> places and companies don't want to spend the money. Literally, it's dude, crazy. the government just needs to go. Okay, um, I know that it's not. It's going to make you less money, but like, sorry, I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Like, the planet's dying. People are dying. Make less money. Yeah, You'll people, survive. people don't want to hear that. I don't people know. Don't like, people, like, why do why do people listen to when billionaires and millionaires whine? Doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's crazy that we've been living in the industrial revolution for not that long, in like the grand scheme of things. So people that that are like have only been here for like two generations are like, I've been living in this life and nothing's happened and the earth is fine and they've been saying this since the nineteen tens. And it's like, well, yeah, because that we started doing it in the 1910s. Like, <laughs> they've the, been saying it since we've been doing it. <laughs> yeah, like we've been basically like that. We haven't been around long enough to see the bad effects of these things, and we're starting to get to that point where it's starting to actually affect things. Mm-hmm. And people don't believe it because they've. Well, I've been through enough life to see that uh, this has been a hoax all along, and I'm almost dead now, and nothing's changed. See. It's like, okay, well, do you care about the future? Because you might not experience this, but someone in the future might. Right. And they will be screwed because of you and us. You know, we got to take responsibility. Uh, Bruh. Maybe. Anyway. 
Anywho, I didn't think this anyway. was going to be as heavy anyway, of an episode as it was. How but many I guess other, I should have expected. Are you out of fun facts? You have more. Fun oh, that's facts. it. I'm done. I'm done. That's nice everything. Light episode. Do we have any? Um. Yep. I'm closing my iPad. That's it. So, do we have any? Just a nice light, light any, meal. You know, after your Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. feasts. Do we have yeah. any Thanksgiving Thanksgiving stories that we can share? Any fun things happened at Thanksgiving? Mm. One mm. time, my brother. Um, I don't even, I can't even remember what he was trying to say, but, um, he was like, oh, he, <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know what he was saying. He was like, there needs to be a, a course between like the, the first course and the second course and like in dessert, like, I don't know, some sort of like intercourse. <laughs> and this was That's like, great. This was like at the dinner table in front of in front of everyone. Was it on uh, purpose? No, it was an act. He didn't mean to. Oh. He, didn't mean, he didn't mean to say it. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, my I remember cousins one Thanksgiving. Eat a lot of gravy. Mm. Shout out it to was, my cousins. It was like one Thanksgiving that I recall specifically where I remember going out after eating and pretending to be Spyro the Dragon for like two hours. You're nice. so weird with your Spyro. I don't get you and I don't get you and your Spyro. I love Spyro, dude. dude I love him. I did, Spyro's great. Listen, I, I, I was into that shit yeah. back in the day. Spyro's Crash, the best. Crash Bandicoot, Why would Spyro, you ever listen? Gex. You ever think about, you ever look <laughs> at like, you're like, look at Spyro. Look at, look at freaking Spyro. You know, ten, however, when did Spire come out? I'm looking this up. When did Spire? 1996. Spy, Spyro the Dragon. 99. Final answer. Spyro the Dragon. Uh, when was it released? Uh, initial release 98. Oh, my first answer was correct. Now, I should have stuck with 22 it. 22 years later, we have the greatest game ever to be potentially released, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> and um, we're talking about Spyro. And it's like, it's like you just think about how fast and how far video game graphics have come. And also, mm -hmm. like, the expectation of video games, I think, has, has grown exponentially more than video games themselves actually have. Right. right, but I think the games hold up still really well, which is a. Uh, well, when I, Halo you know, Three came out, I was like, "This game has the best graphics of all time." Yeah, I was like, I was like, Dude, this even is Spider Man, like the the Spider Man game that came out for PS4. I thought when that came out, I was like, "This is amazing! It looks so good." And now I'm looking well, at it like, I would, "Holy I crap! Would, this is awful." <laughs> I yeah. Well, I, I feel like back in the day when games would come out, you'd be like PlayStation Two shit. I was playing stuff on the PlayStation Two, and I was like, "This game is so good looking." And then mm -hmm. Halo Three came out, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. But now when you see like new stuff, everyone's just like, "Oh." Oh, oh! It's kind of oh, look good looking. That shadow, that reflection, isn't as good. Yeah, mm. it'll I saw it, it won't be day. until like ten years when it's like photorealistic that we're like, what? Dude, it's already. What, it, in, that's not it's even close. true. It's already photorealistic. What do you it's think, freaking? What do you think Thanos is, Brohim? <laughs> yeah, but you can still tell it's CGI. Dude, oh my god, you're actually bit. gonna say dude, you're gonna you're gonna sit here and you're gonna you're you're not gonna qualify Thanos as photorealistic. 
Are you kidding me? No, no. There's some. He's, he's. They have close-ups of him next to real characters, and you cannot. And there's not a single flaw, dude. <laughs> Jack, Are you kidding Jack, me? Jack CGI appreciations coming out. Uh-oh. Are you kidding me? And you're gonna tell me no, that he's not, not photorealistic? I just. I, I feel like movies. can't say anything. Yeah, I just feel like. <laughs> I, 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 Bobby. It's close. What? He it's, is literally Bobby. There is no better example of CGI than Thanos, but dude, he's literally the pinnacle of it. What are you I talking remember about? When uh, Planet of the Apes came out, that was very impressive at the time. And now you watch back, and you're like, oh, it's, it's and you're okay. like, wow, it's still really good, dude. I think Planet of the Apes is it, still is still it holds up good. pretty well. For the it time, holds I mean, up it came up pretty well, Bobby. It was like three years ago. It still looks I mean, great. Yeah, I I know. I, what are you I, talking? I you say three. You, I you see say the three years ago. You're this trying is the, to get see, to this is the this is the yeah. this is the Thanksgiving episode because this is the this is the argument that you <laughs> yeah. this is like what would be happening if we were having an actual Thanksgiving meal right <laughs> yes. now. See, what me, are like, your if, standards, Robert? <laughs> for me, like the, my experience with that was my favorite movie growing up was Independence Day with Will Smith oh, and uh, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> and I remember thinking that that was just like the coolest looking movie yeah. I've ever seen in my life, and I watched it like every year around i know dude this is my point i'm saying and then i went like maybe like 10 years without seeing it and i caught some of it on tv i was like Mm -hmm. holy fuck this looks bad (laughs) i'm saying that people's expectations for cgi in video games is uh, is getting too high Mm -hmm. the other day on twitter i was stalking cyberpunk stuff because i'm obsessed Mm -hmm. and somebody posted a comparison of two years ago uh a a pre-rendered um like cinematic image versus an in-game model and they were like look at how much worse it's gotten and i was like are you stupid do you even know what you're doing like yeah I, that stuff annoys me too like i remember when like the last of us 2 was coming out they'd be like look at this trailer version and look at the actual gameplay version look at the color yeah i remember that so, like, people were so mad they, I, they both look good like i what i I know, and okay. even then, like, it's like, what do you want me to like, say here? What are yeah. you talking? It's like nobody. I hate when people point out graphics like for being bad. It's like people. It's like other people aren't doing it better. This is the stint. Like, yeah. you can't be perfect. You look at like freaking Endgame, right? Which is you know the billion dollar box office menace that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe's you know culmination, and. Mm. Thanos, when he's wearing the gauntlet in Endgame, his fingers are clipping through each other in the movie, and it's like very obvious. It's like a medium shot, and his fingers clip together. Um, it's like people, you know, things aren't perfect. Yeah, yeah. One of the the, the, the the things I noticed of The Witcher, they forgot to color correct one one (laughs) cut of a fight scene. Yeah, that's actually really. (laughs) It's just like there's this one shot, and at first I was like, oh, that was weird. What did that just look different, or is that what? And then every time I've watched it since, I'm like, yeah, they totally forgot to put the LUT on that one cut. (laughs) You you like a lot of times there are. (laughs) I watch a um. I watch a channel called Corridor Digital and Corridor Crew, and they have the, mm-hmm. like, CGI artists, v- VFX artists react. Um, but they'll get, like, a lot of famous VFX artists, and um, they'll look at their work, and sometimes they'll be like, what's up with that? And the person will be like, oh, that's just a mistake. Like, we just made, a, we just made a mistake. Yeah. It's, One thing um, I will say is I was watching, I remember I was, like, criticizing Captain America when it first came out. because so I was like, that looks so stupid. The first like, Captain Seven's America face. Is, is bad. Not CGI it, the movie's wise. bad. The movie's, the movie's bad. bad. The CGI, but I watched it recently. Fine. 
the movie sucked, but the CGI was not as bad as I remember. I was like, oh, this actually looks really good. No, the so. worst part about Marvel about Marvel stuff is um, Marvel. I don't know why you think they would be good at it by now, but they're pretty bad at comping uh, Tony Stark's head onto his armor. It, they got worse at it. I, I swear. I, I don't know what it is. Civil War, like the dude who did it for all the other movies, his wife must have had a baby or something. Yeah. Because the guy it that they got, got bad. To, to do to do the Civil War heads is so mm -hmm. bad. And then like <laughs> that poor I think, guy. <laughs> and then I, I I don't know what it is, but like a lot of the a lot of the shots of like spider-man and and tony stark it, like uh, like a lot more than you think the scene mm -hmm. where i mean everyone knows this by this point the scene in infinity war where tony stark puts on his nano suit is 100 yeah. cgi tony stark is an entirely cgi yeah um and like that is insane nobody knew not a single person in the world knew. i didn't even know until it. you just said that yeah exactly hmm. bobby and you're gonna say we don't have photorealistic yet well, I think we're, I think we're, we're there. Very what close. do you mean? We I just are think there. that, I just Bobby, think that in 10 years, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh, I can see matter. why that, that wasn't. That doesn't matter. If I'm watching it, if I'm watching Brent's it, Brent's loving and, this. And if I'm watching a movie and I, and, 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 and it's a live action movie and mm -hmm. I go, and the only reason why I'm able to know that something is a CGI thing is, is if I know because obviously that can't exist in the real life, like an alien or like a spaceship. Yeah. Then I'm like, that is real, Bobby. I think but you can't drunk tell with this. We don't have you can't photo tell. Well, I think we're like 99% there, but I think deep fakes look better than CGI. Are you drunk, Bobby? No, what? I really deep legitimately fakes, think deep fakes look better than deep, CGI. You're gonna call CGI only 99% of the way there, and then you're gonna say deep fakes look better. Deep fakes look so I bad. I think they do. The compositing on deep, no deep fakes have a long way to go. Deep fakes need to use. Do you know what's gonna? You know what the next big step with deep fakes is? I bet deep fakes are going to use CGI. They're going to start generating computer imagery, new computer imagery to put on top of the face, so that. That way that they're getting new 3d geometry as opposed to a new flat image which is all deep mm. fakes are right now mm. bobby so don't even start deep fakes right episode <laughs> I, I literally feel like what it's like when i'm actually at a thanksgiving meal where like everyone's arguing and i'm just sitting there watching like what the hell see is happening i'm right drunk now? uncle and jack is like the young kid who's like uncle bob fury road is full of cgi that you didn't even know no, that's that. Okay, Fury Road is a really. You seen good Parasite? Example. Have you guys seen Parasite yet? I haven't I seen haven't Parasite. Yet. I was on Hulu today looking because I was like debating watching Jack's a movie. Be be I was debating the best movie of all time. <laughs> I was. So I've been like. I've been like on the press. I've been like on the verge of watching it. You know, it's like one of those things where I, I go onto Hulu. I see it's on there. I'm like, Brent. oh man, I know I, I know I need to watch this. But Brent, am I ready? You gotta like one. Am evening, I ready for this? You gotta get like. A, like a drink of your favorite drink whatever is your favorite mm -hmm. drink and you gotta just like be like i'm gonna watch it you gotta just see it dude you I mean, have really to. hyped it up Best i know movie it's gonna be all time I, I know it's gonna be amazing it's just like one of i think i hyped are, it up too much it's not the best yes. movie of all time but it's good it's just like oh it's intense it's just a okay it's maybe a it's banger the, of a movie okay i okay 
the only reason why I say when I say it's the best movie of all time, what I mean is is you can take any aspect of that movie and use it as a masterclass in how to do it. You can take freaking, you can take co shot composition, you can take screenwriting, you can take screen, you can take the freaking um the the uh, um uh, the screenplay, the, the 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 sound editing, the cinematography, the set design. Uh, the CGI, because there is CGI in it. There's actually quite a bit of CGI in it. Everything, I wouldn't ev know. Everything about I, the movie. I really want to watch it. It's just like one of those things, like I said. It's like I have right. to be in like a mental state where I'm ready to like appreciate something. I've been at, I've been in this weird funk where I just watch it I've already seen. I'm just like, Brent, I don't want to You sound like right my now. sister. She, she always a, doesn't uh, watch things because she's not emotionally ready for it. I've been mm -hmm. on... A, no, I get that. I get that. Mm -hmm. I've been on a... Um, I've been on a. I've been watching all the DC animated movies that are available to watch. Hmm. DC animated movies are far superior to the DC cinematic universe. They so. are. The DC animated movies are so good, and they're way and they're real and they're like, they're 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 just so so amazing. Um, they're they're way better than the live actions. Way better than the live actions. Um, they're arguably better than the li Marvel's live action movies sometimes. Mm, if DC I would put, agree. It, it D, uh, DC should just put as much money, or not even as much. They don't even need to put as much. They just take some of the money from those live actions that aren't doing well, put them into their animated movies because yeah. their animated movies are always so good. I've seen um, a bunch of their animated movies in theaters and it's like better than... But experiencing yeah, I've been watching them i watched recently the most recent continuity with has like uh the flashpoint paradox oh is a famous one great uh death of superman the reign of the supermen is are is good is good uh it ends with uh justice league dark apocalypse war which is really mm. kind of scary 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 premise um, but those have been good. Those have been good. And that's what I've been uh, doing. So Bobby's a boomer when it comes to CGI, as we all I'm know. I'm a CGI boomer. <laughs> CGI freaking boomer there, Bob. Honestly, dude. What's up, boomer? Boomer. Whereas I'm just like impressed by everything. I'm like, wow, that looks great. Mm. I have like no I'm discerning a, eye whatsoever. I'm a stickler. Yeah, I, like, I can't believe huh, this, dude. This looks fake. <laughs> Did you see, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes, I have. Did you think it was good or bad? I hated it. And I thought it was terrible. Brent, did you see it? I didn't. I basically just watched all the scenes of like the horrible editing. It's not <laughs> good. I can't it's believe so it funny. won the Oscar for editing. It's not good. But, but there's the so many cuts in every scene. There's, there's so, so many cuts. There's so much <laughs> editing. How can it be Don't bad? Don't you know editing? that more cuts is better? More, more cuts editing equals better. Is good editing. And like I, if you take, if you take that, I was trying to explain to people, I'm like, you realize that the movie only is good, is, is even remotely getting attention is because it's queen. And they were like, what do you mean? And I'm like, if you replaced the name queen and Freddie Mercury with, with John, with John Joseph and you know, <laughs> his band, the, in his band, uh, the Jingleheimer uh, Schmitz. Yeah. The, the Jingleheimer Schmitz. Nobody is watching this movie. This movie is a terrible movie and nobody cares. I would watch you know John I mean? jo Joseph Jingleheimer Schmidt. The no, movie. you wouldn't. If it, you take the <laughs> same exact movie for the and, means. You just, and you just change it so it's not Queen anymore. Nobody goes yeah. and watches that movie. Change my mind. You can't. because No, I completely agree. It was right. It was a bad movie. And if you disagree, my favorite you can email us at brainbottlepodcast at gmail.com. He was going on their amazing concert tour 
and the editing was just like the words of the city they were he was it was freddie mercury on a black background with a microphone and then the words of the city would just appear over him it'd be like new orleans london toronto and i'm like what is this bit what is going on (laughs) i hated Uh, that movie uh little finger was in it and he does little finger and he plays the same character actually no he gets little fingered he, he Wait, not like that. Wait, <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> he 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 like. I don't know. He gets he gets double crossed. I don't know if that's the best like at that. like verb. <laughs> he gets no getting fingered though is like ha ah, like the movie Freddy got fingered is not you know sexual. It's yeah, him getting accused or whatever. I just uh, feel like when you add little to it, it just becomes weird. Well, why'd they he's name him creepier? That? Oh, because he's from, the he's from the fingers. Whatever, he's dude. He's from the fingers. <laughs> okay, George R. R. Martin, uh, fight me with your stupid Finish your naming. damn books. Finish your damn books <laughs> yeah. or die. One, one of the two. <laughs> and then let someone at else point, At this point, honestly, yeah, one of the two. <laughs> die before you can legally make decisions we just need about what, what gets done with your property. Uh, uh all right well wrap it up i think it is time to wrap it up this episode has been like 70 percent nonsense and 30 percent thanksgiving hey it's a thanksgiving episode we'll call it the thanksgiving dinner episodes (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like the thanksgiving dinner brain boggle podcast yeah so exactly all right well let's tell these people where they can find a hundred dollar level on patreon you can have thanksgiving dinner with us next year yeah Yeah. when everything's back to normal (laughs) so yeah go check out commit to having thanksgiving together then (laughs) friendsgiving brainsgiving we'll invite our families too no you can't say if i can't say he got little fingered you can't say (laughs) (laughs) oh no what is wrong with us today all right we gotta uh, get the hell out yeah of here. let's, let's get out of here shit. so go yeah. check us out on patreon look up brain boggled uh you can also <laughs> check us out on facebook look up brain <laughs> look boggled up brain <laughs> you can find us on instagram at instagram at brain boggled and then you can find us on twitter at brain boggled pod when you guys and- go on to spotify to listen to the yep. podcast like the narcissists that we all are i actually don't listen to the podcast by the way but, i haven't um, listened to the podcast in like six months sometimes i'll type on like brain i'll, I'll see how many letters i need to type in before it auto recommends me brain boggled mm. mm. yeah so i, I only I takes one for me to like the first like two minutes of an episode just to make sure the audio sounds right <laughs> yeah. it doesn't sound fucked up and then i'm like okay good enough <laughs> yeah. if there's something really funny that happened i'll look for it and then be like that was funny <laughs> But yeah, um, go check out our website too at brainboggledpodcast.com where you can see all of our episodes, some great memes, um, some, some merch, some, some broken dreams, some broken dreams, some and flowing all streams the links that we ever talk about. What? What did oh, you say? The, the, the brain boggled. And some yeah, up there. cookies and cream. Oh, good one, Bob. Good Thank one. you. I was just finishing Every off the rhyme. Thing? I was running out. I was running out. <sighs> well, um, oh, you were running out of cream. Okay. Eem. Mm. I was running out of e my <laughs> eem words. Eem. We need to stop this podcast. Reem of paper. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck. Bye, guys. I've had enough. Bye. See you next week. End this hell. Bye, everybody. Thank you.